Welcome to Live Long and Dead. I'm your host, Cosmo. It is November 1st, and uh, I am on my new AirPods Generation 3. Decided, well, so I've got the Jabra Elite 75 or 85T, whatever. They're they're nice headphones, and they're really nice. Um, They have... Pretty, I've never had noise canceling headphones before, and I think they're nice. They're nice on locks. They fit securely in my ear, but they don't work great with my iMac. They specifically say they are supported for mobile devices, so some stuff works on the iMac, but it doesn't work for everything, especially for work purposes. So that's how I am justifying this purchase for work purposes. Because I have an iMac, I have an iPhone, iPad. In theory, this connectivity should be flawless. And I figure I don't want uh, noise canceling for the work stuff because, yes, the babies and grandparents are distracting, but. I don't want it to work too well, and I need to keep an ear on things, and uh, they have to ask me questions. So I went for these, which do not have active noise canceling. And first impression, they don't feel super secure in my ear, especially my left ear. Um, These do not have the silicone tips that the Pro do. Um, sound is good. I'm no audiophile. Uh, like I can't tell the difference between a lossless, high-quality audio track and a regular MP3. Um, <laughs> uh, so it sounds fine. Uh, so did the Jabra's. Call quality. I haven't listened to myself I haven't like left myself a voicemail and then listened to it to see what I sound like. Uh, audio quality is good when on a work call. And with some stuff, the connectivity is seamless. I was on a walk with the babies and on a work Zoom on my iPhone. Got home. Call was still going on. I don't know. It finished. And so I opened up my iPad do something and the earbuds or AirPods automatically knew I was on my iPad and not the iPhone. So that was neat. But then a couple hours later, uh, I was on another Zoom. And my boss wanted to see what they were like. And I tried connecting them and couldn't get to work with Zoom. So I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. And even though they don't feel super secure, in my ear, nothing's fallen out yet. They are super slick, though. The case is super slick, as you would expect with Apple. And I've dropped them twice. Today I was going to pick them up to put them in my ears and uh, sit down and do a couple work calls, and the case slipped, and both AirPods flew out. And luckily, because they're white, even my blind butt could see them, so I got them. But uh, 
would be a good idea, I think, to get a little silicone case. But it's got MagSafe. So I don't think MagSafe works with a silicone case. So, yeah. My boss has never had a case on his iPhone. And I would not feel safe having my iPhone naked. Um, I've always had a case of some sort. But that's enough of uh, that stuff. How are the kids doing? Well, the babies are doing good. They are 19 months old now. They are still in their Halloween costumes because Daddy didn't feel like changing them this morning. So they're both dressed up as pirates. And not a whole lot new. Getting better and better at walking. Cece's almost running. Um, they like to throw every single toy out of the fenced off baby area and make a giant mess. Um, they love shoes, so they take every shoe out of the box we have the shoes in and leave them everywhere. So they're enemies to a clean house, but that's to be expected. Um, still no words. Lots of bah and gah and uh, but not even a mama with meaning yet. So we are getting them evaluated for speech therapy. Uh, we're not worried. They're both smart, especially Cece. She will follow directions and stuff. So their comprehension is great. They're just not talking yet. And uh, James is the same way. And when we got him hooked up with speech therapy, he uh, was ahead of schedule within like three months. So just being proactive and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see anything else for these two. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, James is uh, hit and miss, uh, having trouble at school still. The last three days of school, he's supposedly done a good job. Um, we get a message from his teacher when he does a bad job. Uh, and then sometimes we get a message when he does a good job. But the last three days, nothing. And his teacher implemented a sticker chart for him. And the last three days, he hasn't gotten a sticker. Which to me said, but then he's like, oh, she just forgot. Okay, well, I mean, if you really did anything bad, the teacher would have messaged us, so I don't know. Inconsistency in the communication is a bit frustrating, but we have to proceed under the assumption that no news is good news. Um, yeah, the problem he's having is just being too physical, uh, hitting sometimes. Uh, getting too handsy. Uh, those are the main things. He was making up songs about other kids in class. Was bothering them. I'm sure they were sea shanties. If he's been loving sea shanties before, so inserting classmates' names into sea shanties. Um... So we've just, you know, had numerous sit-down talks with them, and we've 
gotten the ball rolling on therapy for him. His first appointment on the 15th. Just uh, hoping that having somebody outside of his circle to talk to about feelings will help him. He didn't get anything really out of virtual therapy during the pandemic. And so this doctor is willing to see him in person. Um, you know, our, our big dilemma is you don't want to rush into medicine. Like, is it ADHD? Is it something that needs to be medicated? Or is he going to grow out of it? Is this just the fact that he was in the pandemic for 18 months, plus IDs, uh, bed rest and all that, plus the twins? It's a lot of trauma for a little dude. Is he going to outgrow it and figure out this whole socialization thing? And uh, if he is, we don't want to rush into medicating. But if he isn't going to outgrow it and medicine would help, then we'd be wasting time. So I don't know. But the doctor can hopefully help us figure that out. And I'm encouraged that seemingly he's had three good days in a row. Um, he said he's made friends, he's friends now with one of the boys that they've had an antagonistic relationship. I don't know how accurate that is, but here's hoping. It's very tiring getting bad reports from the teacher. James scratched, or was it Tuesday, last Tuesday, scratched the kid in the face. Because James thought the kid was saying something mean about James's BFF in another grade level. And so James got mad and scratched the kid in the face. That is super not cool, James. He could scratch his eye and make him blind. And uh, he hit a kid on Monday, I think because the kid took his ball away. So lots of conversations about two wrongs don't make a right. Like, you just tell a teacher. If somebody does something that you don't like, tell a teacher. Then you are not a bad guy. But if you do something bad in retaliation to somebody, then you're a bad guy too. So that's been an ongoing thing. Uh, he is, he's good at play dates and stuff outside of the school setting, but again, he's never really, you know, been in a school setting with 25 other kids, a dozen boys. Like, that's a whole different dynamic being with a dozen boys. And... The school has banned tag because it was devolving into housing, but they still allow them to do pretend to play like Indiana Jones and Spider-Man and Iron Man. Well, that's going to devolve into pretend punching and maybe into real punching. So, uh, <laughs> his reading is getting better depending on his mood. 
Uh, he had a real good reading session with me last week where he wasn't guessing words. That's a big source of frustration for me where the word will be, uh, the word will be, uh, I can't think of ladder. And he'll say, crow's nest. What? Do you see a C there? Or do you see a cuff sound? Crow's nest. No, it's not a crow's nest, James. What's the first word? What's the first letter? L. Okay, what sound does that make? Crow's nest. No, dude. They just guess it. Uh, but the last time I read one of them, he didn't do that. He only did that once or twice, and he sounded out some words. So he's making progress. Um, but then you'll catch him in moods where he's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what that word is. I can't do it. And it's tough to find the time to do homework because he is pretty busy. I'm like, I got the babies. So on the couple of days where he is home at 3.30, I'm busy with the babies. And, you know, we don't want them to be over-scheduled. But at the same time, coming out of the pandemic, like, I want him to, I don't want to give up any of his extracurriculars. He has top keto Monday and Wednesdays or He has Cow Scouts Tuesday night and horse riding Thursday night. So, I mean, it's varied activities and I think they're all beneficial. So I don't really want to go on any of those, but today he goes over to grandma's house after school and then he goes to have keto and comes back around six after having dinner. So gotta find some balance. Um let's see what else. Halloween was good. James is a pirate. We were all pirates. So uh he has the same amount of stamina for trick-or-treating as he always has. He, we went uh, a little under two blocks. Went all the way down one block and then three quarters of the way down the other. And it's like, I'm done. Okay, bud. Cool. Um, so 8.30 rolls around. James and I handing out candy. We got... You know, maybe enough for 10 trick-or-treaters left. But they're slowing down, for sure. Like 10 minutes in between trick-or-treaters. So I'm like, all right, it's 8.30 on a Sunday. I'm calling it. So I blow out the candles and the pumpkins. Turn off every light in the front. So we are a dark house. Other than the lights coming from the living room. The very dim lights. And we still get three more trick-or-treaters from... 8.45 to 9.30. And uh, <laughs> they ring the doorbell. We open the door and we're like, guys, we're out of candy. All the lights are off. I felt bad because each group had a small child. And I'm not opposed to keeping a small child out on the Halloween. But you go up to the houses that still have the decorations out and lights on. You don't go ringing a doorbell of a dark house. That's bullcrap. So, 
That was mildly annoying. Cece, how are you upset? Let's see. Yeah, James still having trouble. Hopefully doing better. And uh, with the challenging behavior, his teacher is like, you know, some of his classmates are starting to withdraw from him because it's being too physical. It's also having tantrums. A lot of tantrum when he gets frustrated, um, either because he missed choice time because... What's up, Cece? Because he was in occupational therapy, so he has a tantrum there, or has a tantrum because he lost rock, paper, scissors to choose the activity he wanted, or his math test is hard, so you know, he's the only one having tantrums. That's kind of weirding kids out. Being handsy, like uh, touching a person during mindfulness time or kicking somebody else's chair during class, pushing your desk, crap like that. So that's the big concern. Like problem with going to a school like this where it's two classes worth of kids. There's 50, 52 kids in his grade. Uh, he's going to be with these kids for the next five years. So if he makes a bad first impression and he's that guy, there's really no escaping it. It's not like, hey, shoot, even my high school where there were 350 kids in a grade level, that's still pretty small. But 52, everybody knows everybody, and if you're that guy, it's not good. So hopefully he can figure it out. And he's not eating his lunches. And part of that is, if you didn't hear the episode a couple months ago, uh, this school is leasing the space from a Jewish temple. And they informed us that right before school started, like a week before, that the hot lunch program would be kosher and that the whole campus is kosher. So we can't pack non-kosher items. Now, I said, okay, I can go buy kosher turkey, right? Nope. They are asking for meatless campus because I guess it's the whole meat and cheese mixing or meat and dairy. So even though I'm not going to pack any dairy in his lunch, if I pack kosher turkey and then that mixed somehow the milk that Johnny had with his lunch, then that's not kosher. So it's with James being picky, really limiting. Uh, he's burned out on peanut butter sandwiches. He doesn't like jelly. I bought him a thermos and tried mac and cheese. He said it was cold. And then it took too long for the teacher to microwave. Tried fish sticks in the thermos. That did not go well. Tried SpaghettiOs. Didn't like it. 
and you know, the school's like, try a quesadilla. How am I gonna make a quesadilla at 7 a.m. and have it still be yummy at 12.30? I'll do, do a tuna fish sandwich. He won't touch fish. He will eat a turkey sandwich. He will eat a burger. He will eat nuggets. He will eat peanut uh, butter sandwich. That's it. I oh, do hummus is a good source of protein. Do hummus. So it's been a real struggle. And so he'll come home, and he will have had the cereal he had for breakfast, and then a Z bar for his morning snack. And then a half a bag of goldfish crackers. And that's it. I'm like, dude, that's not enough fuel for you. That's probably why you're acting out. Because you're hangry. You're, you don't have enough fuel in your tank. And so we've told the teacher. She's told the TA. Keep an eye on that and encourage them to eat. But I've noticed no difference in what's coming home from his lunch. And so I have taken away the munchies, which is his favorite thing, the cheese, it's the old fish. I said, you can't have munchies until you start eating your sandwich and your applesauce. And he says, oh, I don't have time. They have 30 minutes to eat. He has time. He's, I don't know if he's just chatting or what the hell's going on, but I'm tired of him coming home having eaten, what, 200 calories the whole day probably? 300, 400 tops. Hi, Kate. Why are you both whining? So, uh, I'm at the point now, after he just was refusing to eat peanut butter sandwiches, I'm like, well, I'm sending him with a turkey sandwich. Because when the school community got really mad about it, they had a town hall, and felt like above the principal or like head of something or another essentially said we aren't going to be inspecting kids lunch to make sure there's no meat in there so reading between the lines it's like do what you have to do send your kids with whatever no one's gonna confiscate stuff we're just asking you in the spirit of our mission statement to respect that's fine i respect it it's just I've got a picky six-year-old who won't, who isn't eating. I've given him a shot for over two months. I'm <laughs> looking at the hot lunch meal, or menu for this month. It's all crap that he won't like. And so like four or five times this month, it's uh, meat, uh, pretend meat chicken tenders. And all this fake meat protein is soy. And it's not good. They already get plenty of soy in the diet. And so if your entree for lunch is all soy four times in a week, it's not good. It's not balanced. And even if he does go, if it is like this, a bean cheese burrito day, he's not offended by that. But then he says the line takes too long. So I don't know. He says he likes turkey sandwiches, so 
He's going to be burned on that. So great, I've got two viable entrees for lunch. Frustrating. And uh, let's see, what else? I saw the new Halloween movie, Halloween Kills, on Paramount Plus. Signed up for, for no, Peacock Plus, right? Is that what it is? I don't care. Yeah, Peacock Plus. $5 for a month. Okay. I've been paying $10 for a movie. And it was not bad. Um, the kills were kind of extra slow. Where they let them linger, which was kind of disturbing. Um, but yeah, I was planning to just skip over it, see the kills, and watch it in a half hour. And it was engaging enough that I watched most of it and just skipped some of the long dialogue scenes. Uh, Star Trek Prodigy is out. The new animated Nickelodeon Star Trek show. And I wanted to preview it before James saw it just to make sure there was nothing too intense for him. And I'll be damned, it was engaging enough that I stopped fast-forwarding for a while. And uh, James liked it. Uh, better characters than I anticipated. Better voice acting. Uh, the voices aren't super cartoony, if that makes sense. Like, on lower decks, which I like. Yeah, voices are very animated. Um, everybody is speaking like it's a animated show. Like, I've never seen Rick and Morty, but very fast-paced talking, and everybody's kind of yelling. We just have the cartoon voice. This is more like... I don't want to say King of the Hill, because that's not a good analogy. Um, and I mean, there is a rock line. Well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, and it wasn't over the top. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Well done, uh, Prodigy. Because uh, my first reaction to seeing the character models, I was not a fan. That they're all aliens, and that they were very different looking aliens. Not like, I mean, part of that is budgetary. Star Trek had Aliens of the Week, where it was just basically a different forehead and a different hairstyle. Um, and that was budget. So I'm sure if they could have made a rock monster alien, they would have. So I always just get the Star Wars vibe anytime I see really out there aliens. Uh, but I like it. And the Steelers beat the Browns. That's always a great thing. And yeah, that's about it. Oh, James went to the dentist again. So we have Medicare because we are now a family of five. And uh, we qualify for Medicare. Medi-Cal for the babies. And 
So Medi-Cal dentists, Medi-Cal pays less, so you don't get the like, top-notch dentists, like if I had Delta PPO. So, um, the kid dentists we've tried weren't great. Like, they really pack, pack them in there to make the money, I guess. So the waiting rooms are crowded, and it's more of a factory vibe. They do not take their time, and things just way too anxious. He refused to let them do anything. So I went and called the PPO dentist we used to go to and found out how much it would be out of pocket. 150 just for the cleaning, and then... Alright, 300 a year, if I were to add James to Heidi's health plan, it would be $60 a month. So that's, what, over $700 a year. So, and James liked this dentist. So, I call him up and they say, well, you know, we have our own in-house plan. $300 a year gets you two cleanings and x-rays. And 20% off any other procedures. Oh, and x-rays. Well, that's cool. So we did that. And James is a good boy at the dentist. He got his teeth cleaned. And it all went well. So that was nice. Nice. And we were the only ones in the waiting room. He was very gentle and took his time. It was really nice. That is Studio City, Den Studio City Dental Group. And uh, got a... Get the twins into the dentist because they have enough teeth. I scheduled them a couple months ago, but then I backed out because I'm like, ah, oh, they don't really need it. But now their pediatrician and James' dentist are both like, ah, oh, they need to see a dentist. Okay. And that's about it for the November update. So thanks for tuning in. And I will speak to you guys soon.